Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary. It's that time of year again. It's almost time for game day in Lincoln. I don't have quite the voice for it. I remember when Bo used to say that. That really get me fired up. Sometimes it, it, the coaches, you know. It's there's... almost time <laughs> there for you go. game day in Lincoln. In Lincoln. I don't know why, but Bo's voice just sounded better than when Mike Riley did. It's like, ah, I'm not as fired up as The Huskers <laughs> welcome in the Fighting Hawks of North Dakota. <laughs> I like that. Keep going. I don't know what else <laughs> you to say. You don't have anything else to say? Looking to bounce back from, an, from, a, from, a, from a terrible loss <laughs> across the pond in Ireland. That's right. The Cornhuskers and new quarterback Casey Thompson look to take out their frustration on the Fighting Hawks. I'm ready to go now. And their red shirt sophomore quarterback. <laughs> leading the way from a <coughs> quarterfinals appearance in the NCAA Division One Double A <laughs> college football playoffs, Dang. a loss to I forget who they played. <laughs> That's pretty good. Now you did you did do some uh, some research today or the last couple of days on North Dakota. Do you think that they they pose a viable threat to Nebraska this weekend? Um. No, not really. Uh, well, there's there. So, I watched film for like the first time ever. I was getting tips on how to watch film from DP. He helped me out a bit. Still not like the best, but you know we're gonna get better. This is we learn. <laughs> all right, we progress and we get better That's as right. we go along. Day by day. This is my first time. Yeah, it's my first time doing it. So I was watching some North Dakota Fighting Hawks film. I watched uh, about three games. So I can't really say like for sure if this is what's going to happen. But they are a downhill running team. Um, they lost their star running back last year. He transferred out, so they have three running backs that they're probably going to turn to. There's one, I don't remember names, but number seven in their running back room. He's about 5'9", like 180-something. BJ likes that guy. Yeah, I don't know if he put on any weight, but he is quick. He is a fast little guy, and um, they like to they like to run screen. They like to run screens a lot. Um a lot of uh, misdirections for for undisciplined defenses, and look, I'm not saying that Nebraska's defense is undisciplined, but they are possibly over aggressive at sometimes. So hopefully they don't fall for the misdirection the screenplays that North Dakota is probably going to throw at them. Uh, they also have a receiver number one who, again, pretty quick. He like they like to run a little jailbreak screens, wide receiver screens. He comes across the middle lineman, kind of pop out, give him a little little lane to catch and run. Um. They're not afraid to throw the ball, and their quarterback is pretty accurate. They give him enough time to to kind of pick some defenses apart. Um, let me. I got think. a big line. I know their their line about their as line, big as Nebraska. Their lines about. I think they have a guy that's like six six. Other than that, everybody's like six three six four. Well, as far as height, but yeah. weight wise, yeah, three hundred about all of them. Yeah, they're they're all averaging about three hundred plus. Um, they did so. They have three new linemen. They moved their left guard out to left tackle and the right tackle into right guard so they have a new left guard center and right tackle from last year's team um which is probably good because watching them on film their guards gave up a lot of pressure on the inside Mm. so 
I mean, if if that hasn't changed, Nebraska should be able to get some push on the inside with Devin Drew, Colton Feast, um, Ty Robinson, Stephon Wynn Jr. Those Nash guys Hutt-Mocker should be able to yeah, pretty close. They should here. be able to to if things are are close to the same. But like I said, they have one new they have a new left guard and a new center. Um, they should be able to put some pressure uh, on the Fighting Hawks up the middle. But we'll we'll see how that that comes to be. Um, their tight end. I believe it's the same tight end from last year. They like to throw to him up the seam, and he's good. <laughs> uh, if right, it's so the same one, he's got end. he's got some pretty soft hands, and he's a load to bring down. He's not gonna he's not gonna blow past you, but he will lower his shoulder into you, and he has soft hands. He'll 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 pretty much catch it if you throw it his way. Um, that's a, that's about it on the offensive side of things. They like. They like to. I'm trying to remember what like, like a zone blocking scheme. Like they're all going to go one direction and, and block that way. And is their quarterback a little mobile? Uh, slightly mobile. He can run yeah. a little bit. He can run a little bit. Casey um, Thompson or better? Uh, probably more. He's probably more willing okay. than Casey Thompson. Or at least you know the one game that we saw Casey Thompson. He's more willing than Casey Thompson. <clears throat> but their offense. Look, their offense is pretty. If if Nebraska's defense shows up the way that they did against Northwestern. North Dakota is going to put up some points. Now their defense, they love to play man de- or not man zone defense. They love zoning up and they bring a ton of pressure all the time. They're uh, mainly a three four, um, but I've noticed if they only have two down linemen, so right in the middle they'll put two linemen down. Then they have uh, outside linebackers, edge rushers standing up on the outside. As soon as they realize it's a pass, like they kind of have a spy, but he'll. He'll run in there. He'll try to get between the the defensive lineman, try to find that hole, and try to get to the quarterback. Whereas the other linebacker will drop back into coverage, and they're mostly playing zone. So if you can find, if Travis Vokalik is healthy, you saw what he was doing against Northwestern, finding zones, sitting down, picking it apart. Uh, he should be able to do that if he's able to play. Uh, Marcus Washington was pretty good at that as well. Trey Palmer might be, have a little bit tougher time if if they're just sending him deep because they're going to have a safety over the top. And uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. so they're playing a zone. So it, you might see a lot of passes, like short passes, and just get your playmakers in space, let them do their thing. Um, running wise, again with the three four with the two down linemen, they like to bring like run blitzes as well. So I would say a bigger running back might might thrive. I mean, if he's if he's more than willing to lower his shoulder and and, and you know take some hits, you should be good. Uh, the smaller running backs. If you run outside, you should be maybe ha- have From some Nebraska success. Nebraska run outside. I don't. Yeah, that I know you didn't year. see you didn't <laughs> see it, but you should ha- be able to have some success. Well, and, I, and I hope that that's. I, I feel like that's where the advantage is. If if not for more than anything, just by weight. Um. Uh. North or North Dakota's front line averages about 260 pounds. That's not very big. Nebraska, obviously, um, with their offensive line, I think averages about 307 pounds. So that's a 50-pound difference um, there. You should be able to, to move people, and that's why a lot of people are looking forward um, maybe to Nebraska – Getting a big run game going. We talked about the previous show there, and the captain is having a few hundred yard rushers. I don't know. I, I'd, I'd love to see it. I thought that that made some sense for Northwestern too, based on how bad their run defense was last year. Mm-hmm. That didn't come to fruition. Nebraska might not have um, Maulers yet. You might not have the 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 run blocking that you need to take advantage of that. Yeah. I think if they play in that soft zone, 
Um, you know, Nebraska's gonna. That's where Mark Whipple's gonna attack. He's gonna yeah. feel very comfortable uh, doing so. I watched. So I watched him play against uh, Utah State, Truman State. That was like the semifinals, the quarterfinals that they played last year. Um, last year, right? Yeah, twenty twenty one. Um, and South Dakota State, and for the most part, they were giving up, you know, touchdowns in the air left and right. They were just, they were getting picked apart by these teams. Uh, Utah, Utah State was just, they were throwing short passes here and there, and then, and then they would just uncork one, and, Mm. and North Dakota had no answer for it. So, we'll see. Um, it's going to be really interesting. I think Casey Thompson, if all goes according to plan, Casey Thompson will probably end up being your MVP. He'll probably have a big game. I don't they'll they'll try to run the ball, I believe, you know, just to just to establish it, especially considering they didn't do a great job against Northwestern just to kind of get their running backs into a into a groove, get their offensive line used to to, you know, just moving people out of the way as opposed to just keeping people away from from the quarterback, just moving people, mauling people and and shoving them out of the way. Um I think they'll they'll attempt to run the ball a decent amount. So yeah. well, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I and and I I think too they've got uh, brand new starters back there in the secondary. So if that's a weakness before, um, maybe that can be even more so now. I'm gonna get this text off uh, off the text line from Jory. I'm surprised to see it. He says, "Gents, in the history of being a ticket listener, I defended Frost to a fault. I'm now in boat of zero confidence in Frost. Could Nebraska do well and right the ship? Yes, but I can't put my money on it now. Sad day, Jory. Wow. I didn't think I'd see the day. You were a very Jory was very very big time pro Frost, Frost defender. Yeah. Wow, Jory. Well, I'm don't sorry. give up now. This is probably the best chance hey, of victory. One, it's here. one game. All right, you're one yeah. game into the season. Well, I will say this: Nebraska's defense. I looked up the numbers last night. Um, it was uh, under Shenander. So throughout the time of Coach Frost, of course, they've had hurry up offenses and stuff. Their program altogether doesn't necessarily protect their defense. So keep that in mind when you hear this. But the 528 yards given up to Northwestern has only been done outdone twice against Shenander's defense at Nebraska. Um, once college game day, Ohio State, they could have had probably a lot more yards, but they kind of held up on a 48-7 to victory for yeah. Ohio State. The other one was in 2018, the first year against Wisconsin, 533 yards. And then so, I mean, there's other notable victories that, that they didn't give up as many yards as they did, or losses, I should say, as many yards as they did to Northwestern, including that 56-10 to beatdown to Michigan in 2018, uh, the 52-17 to loss to Ohio State to open up 2020, um, the 450 yards they gave up to Minnesota when they lost 34 to seven in the hoodie game. All those games, not as much total yards than Northwestern had. That's that's what's alarming is this defense really, really got taken uh, taken to school there. And, and you wonder too. I mean, Northwestern wasn't necessarily playing to outscore Nebraska. They still, despite the fact that they were having so much success uh, putting up yards, they still were taking field goals and not taking big chances mm-hmm. on third downs in the, in the red zone. So they were kind of sticking to the old Big Ten West recipe, just keep it close and let Scott Frost beat, beat himself, uh, and that worked. But, you know, I, I feel like they you know, they didn't even pass the final 11 minutes or whatever it was. They could have went yeah. for more yards. That's what's very scary. So I, I've got to see that this week um, is, is take care of North Dakota because on the opposite end of that, the Big Tens look pretty good early on. Illinois just – Shut out Wyoming altogether. Now, they don't have them. much of a passing game, but still, um, that they're very one-dimensional. But Illinois shut it down. Minnesota did even more so last night. A shutout 
against New Mexico State. Where yeah, they New allowed, Mexico State is garbage, though. Yeah, but they allowed less than – I don't care if you play a peewee football team, allowing only 91 yards is kind of pretty darn good. Um, and that was a top-five defense, by the way, last year. So Minnesota maybe not going anywhere. Purdue and Penn State had a shootout. I think that was two very, you know, pretty good teams. Um, I, I think that there's a big chance. We always say it, you get better from week one to week two, or in mm -hmm. this case, week zero to week one. That's when you'll make your big strides. We've got to see that this week. If they struggle, you know, it, you can almost forgive one game, but they they've got to get it rolling, especially if they're going to be ready for Oklahoma. What? So I want to ask. I want to ask everybody. 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline, Starter Haven Text Line. And if you want to comment on the live video stream as well, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitch, and Twitter. What what do you want to see in this game that look, I'm not I'm not asking you to to get all your confidence back and, and you know jump right back on the bandwagon if you've hopped off or or you know if you're sitting on the edge, you know, whatever. But what would make you feel what do you need to see from this team against North Dakota that would make you feel better? That would make you feel like not everything is going to hell in a handbasket. Like, what do you need to see? Is it is it an improved running game? Is it is it a shutout? Is it you know just yeah. is it holding a team to to under a hundred yard under two hundred yards of total offense? Is it you know a twenty two point victory? Like, what do you need to see? And this is just like a personal thing. What do you need to see from this team to make you, you know, not implode the season right away? Yeah, we, and we got two two responses right away talking about the trenches, getting those things rolling. If you can't do it against North Dakota, um, it's going to spell doom for the rest of the Big Ten, so I can definitely agree with that. Uh, somebody else agrees. Uh, a shutout on defense. Um you know, so that I mean that that could be a big deal. Obviously, maybe and maybe it isn't a shutout, and that's a, probably a bit of a mentality I think is within uh, this program with Scott Frost. I mean, it's it's somewhat like being the Purdue defensive coordinator, right? Mm -hmm. you're, you're not your offense isn't going to protect you, and so Shenander kind of knew that when he took this job. But you know, I don't. They don't feel in within that locker room like, well, we're going to hold our opponent under. 20 points so we, we you know we're kind of thinking that you heard him say the magic number is 31 or whatever he wanted to yeah. say last week they feel like the that they're the days of holding opponents um to under 20 points and under 200 yards are, are gone college football has changed well that look at the big 10 it, it hasn't changed minnesota's doing it they 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 had a top five defense last year now is it gonna are you gonna do that against ohio state probably not mm -hmm. but that's what I need to see is you're, when you're playing a North Dakota team, uh, this is not just a scheduled W. This is a scheduled blowout. If it's anything less than that, then you're not on track, and they need to get back on track. So that's what I that's what I want to see. Am I predicting it necessarily? Eh, I think the offense will, will put up a lot. I, but that's what my concern is going into this game is I want to see the defense take a huge stride, show that last week was a fluke. They just for whatever reason, uh, weren't ready to go, whatever it was, and that the black shirts can can step up. Because if not, there's going to be a lot of shootouts this year. Mm -hmm. I, I So for me, it's not not numbers. It's not, you know, a number of tackles, number of sacks, a number of turnovers, you know, whatever. It's just – it's there's a couple things. I just, I need to see pressure on the quarterback. I don't care if you get to him. I mean, I would – 
I would prefer you have multiple sacks, but if you get to him, if you're speeding him up, if he has to leave the pocket, if you knock him down after he throws, like if he if he's on the ground multiple times during this game, you know I I will take that as an improvement. If the defensive line isn't getting blown off the off off the line of scrimmage every time, if the offensive line is, and it doesn't have to be every time, like like dominance, it's not every single time that this happens, but I need to more often than not see the offensive line pushing the defensive line, giving Casey Thompson time to throw. Uh, I need to see Casey Thompson sitting back in the pocket, comfortable, not you know rolling out and having to throw on the run. I, it, it, it's just I want this to be a comfortable game. Like that's that's what I want. I don't care about the numbers. I don't care. I, I do care about the score, like comfortable, you know, meaning like a comfortable win. This game needs to feel like it was really never in doubt and that the team took a step forward to the point where, you know, they're laughing on the sidelines because, again, they're comfortable where they're sitting in this game. Like, I need the defense to be comfortable. Like, they're giving up, you know, the, the short passes underneath, but they're rallying to the ball. Maybe the first person there doesn't get the tackle, but after that first person, it's not, you know, 10 yards down the field before somebody else is there. I want somebody there immediately. I want the gang tackling. I want I want all the hats to be there. Um, you know, just like I said, just like just a comfortable thing where if they give if you have a short pass, you're not sitting there thinking, okay, this one yard pass is going to turn into a 12 yard pass because there's going to be four missed tackles on this play. It's okay, this guy missed a tackle, but two yards later, somebody took him down, like something like that. Yeah. Uh, let's get to some of your thoughts here. Let's go to the Honda of Lincoln hotline. Bob is on the Honda of Lincoln hotline. Bob, how's it going? Hey, it's going all right. You know what I want to see this weekend? What are you going to see? Tomorrow? Execution, execution, execution. That means that when when we got a uh, ball carrier in the backfield for five-yard loss, we bring him down five yards. Don't let him bounce off a couple people and, give, and pick up 10. Uh, you know, I want to see pressure on that quarterback. Uh, I want to see people in the backfield. I want to see that. I want to see that quarterback put put back up on his backside. You know, he can't. He can't. He can't throw when he's sitting down, right? There you, you know, go. Uh, offensively, hey, if we can't get the running game going, let's get the ball out to the playmakers. You know, we don't need we don't need twenty yards downfield. You know, little flare out. Let's get two. Let's get two backs out in the backfield. You know, play action pass. Throw the uh, and then uh, just throw a little flare out. Let them get an open space. Let them do their thing. Let them get some runs. You know, that's what I want to see. All right, thanks for the call, Bob. That sounds like a sounds like we oh, maybe we'll see some of that. I mean, yeah. that you hopefully do see some of that. Let's go to Curtis now here on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline as well. Curtis, how's it going? Oh, Curtis, you got to turn your radio down and then uh, then maybe you can please respond thank you. here. Yeah, please and thank you. I right, put it back up. You still there, Curtis? Yep, I'm here. Hey, uh, watching the game last Saturday, the one thing I noticed that really stood out was the line, defensive line, was rushing straight ahead, four guys, almost the whole game. And that's kind of the what we've seen the last four years before this. You know, there's just a very lack of creativeness on defense, you know, as far as, you know, stunting, blitzing, you know, it, it really looks so generic and so predictable. Teams can go in and game plan for that easily. And they they need to be creative. How else are we going to get a pass rush, right? Yeah. Uh, that's all I have. All right. Thanks for the call. Comment. 
Yeah, yeah. That was Thanks, good, Curtis. Good point. I do. I mean, I think a little bit more imagination. Maybe you don't want to see it so much this week. I mean, you want to see it at this mm-hmm. point. You're not like holding back for anything. But they, you know, like I said, North Dakota's got kind of a big offensive line, maybe untested. You know, weight doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be great or anything. But um, you want to you want to see them be able to to get get home against mm-hmm. a North Dakota team. A few sacks, like <laughs> like Terrell Farley said, this, he, he wants his big Mac sack on. Yeah, Monday. you're this the defense. Nebraska's defense is going to have to be disciplined against this North Dakota team because they like to, like I said, they like to do a lot of misdirection. They like, you know, different trick plays. They'll, they might, you know, run a reverse. Uh, you know, in the Utah State game, they ran with – in the first quarter, there was a reverse pass and a double pass. In the first quarter, they had, they had two trick plays mm-hmm. or two, two you know, uh, gadget plays. Yeah. Uh, and both of them ended up being touchdowns. So – You've got to be disciplined. You've got to stay with your man, and you've got to do your job if you're this Nebraska defense. You can't be overly aggressive, or it's going to lead to big plays for the Fighting Hawks. Yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll see. Hopefully, Nebraska uh, can get things in order, get in the win column. Uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break, and let's get to uh, our friend Brian Munson. Will help us break down this game. Let us know about any recruiting that's going on. Brian Munson of On Three Sports coming up next here on 93.7 The Ticket.